and welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about sore ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Sign up for our premium service and get sneak peeks at unreleased ideas. And by subscription service, she probably means Patreon whenever we get that running, uh, which is a solid maybe, you know, maybe ever. Yeah, no, these are all just jokes. Like, we're not in it for the money. Yeah, I was hoping that was obvious, <laughs> but you know, it might not be. You yeah. never know with people. Otherwise, we'd be out of it. This is burning a lot of money, but whatever. I mean, it's not burning <laughs> that much, but yeah, it's not cheap either. So, this week's your idea. It is. Oh, wait, we should introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. I think we forgot last week. Probably did, but you know, at this point, we've done it a few times. They could just move back or forward in the episode. It's there. Yeah, so hi, my name's Eunice. I uh, write Fantasia and Eterna Source, uh, which is available on multiple sites, including Royal Road. And uh, I'm currently nocturnal, is my interesting fact of the week. Currently nocturnal, got it. Hi, I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame and... Whenever I get back around to it, the other story, but frankly, I think that it would be better to wait for that one until I finish metagame. You know, I've, I've only got eight or ten books of that one. Each one, like, 50 to 100 chapters. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. I'll get around to it eventually, you know, one of these days. And if I'm going for an interesting fact, I mean, playing off of yours, I, I, have, a, I have a schedule that is built to be a balance between being nocturnal and being awake at the same time as most people, you know? It's, uh, you wake up at noon, and then you go to bed at 4 a.m. That doesn't mean you sleep for eight hours, mind you. Like, it explicitly does not mean that you sleep for eight hours. It just means that you budget eight hours for, like, getting to sleep and then sleeping. Okay. Well, I'm well aware of how terribly you sleep. But, uh, yeah, it's your idea this week. It is my idea. So, I have something. It's a little bit strange, uh, but you know, <laughs> if it wasn't strange, if it wasn't a disaster, I would have nothing to do with it. So, what I have this week is sort of like a warlocky magic system in that, like, there's a bunch of super powerful beings that just like exist outside of the standard reality and can't directly affect anything that's going on within it. And the way that you get like magic powers is essentially you make a deal with one or multiple of them. Mm-hmm. And then they give you those powers conditionally. Okay. So you might get more powers if you make a deal that's better for them, or if you keep doing things that they like, or things of that nature. And what sorts of things do they like? Well, that depends on which one. Okay. Is this a world of capricious gods? Who you know, a few things? of them. <laughs> okay. Not all of them are capricious, but you know, a lot of them are. Okay. I guess we have to decide, like, what kinds of powers they could give you and what kinds of things people usually trade. Are they, like, you know, infamously, you know, tricksy and, and, and try and get the better of you in negotiations? Well, I mean, if you get infamously tricksy, then that's a problem in and of itself, you know? Being infamously tricksy is fundamentally opposed to being tricksy. Come on. Well, no, no, because there's always people who are like, no, no, I, I'm smarter than all of the other idiots who, like, screwed this up. I'm still going to make the deal, even though everyone else has always regretted it. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but that's not really, like, sort of 
sustainable in the long term? Like, mm. sure, you'd continue to get power, but, like, it would go down over time. Yes. I mean, like, do the gods benefit from having these de- deals? Like, in terms of, like, they need them? Well, it lets them affect the world, which they can't without it. Yeah. But, like, do they need to, or are they just bored? Like, what's the I don't think they here? need to, but, like, if they want to make changes, then they've got one way to do that. Yeah, so... Like, what kinds of, what kinds of, I think we have to decide what kinds of deals they would make. Because is it like, do this thing for me, or like, you know, you just act as my avatar in the world and let me manipulate things as I like and I'll give you power, or is it like, sacrifice your firstborn child? You know, it it depends on the, it depends on the person you're making the deal with. And then are we, are we like talking about like a pantheon of gods and they're kind of well known for their specialties type of thing? I would say like a, like a super pantheon kind of in the, in the Roman sense where like there are in the Roman-ish sense, it's not really the Roman sense, but like where there are a bunch of gods and then anytime that they find a new one that they can't, that doesn't make sense with all the others, then they're just like, well, guess we got a new god now. Uh, that's neat. And then they just sort of continue with that. Okay, I guess we'd have to decide. So, I don't know if you've seen this anime, but, like, it, it calls to mind, like, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Which is an anime about, like, a bunch of gods who... They they actually, like, came to the earth on in, like, regular mortal bodies. So they don't really have any special powers, but they can give their followers powers, and then, like... Uh, depending on how many f- followers they have, uh, they build, like, these, like, houses, and some gods are, like, far more powerful than others just because of the size of their... I'm almost embarrassed to admit, but, uh, I have, in fact, seen it, and you got the lore a little bit wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> they do actually have godlike powers in their, quote-unquote, mortal bodies. They're just not allowed to use them, otherwise they get sent back up. Well, yeah... <laughs> Like they get they get kicked out, uh, but they do have the powers. They are available at all times. Okay, but like in order to use them, they have to like give up like staying on Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Anyways, it's a good show, even if it's very harem-y. <laughs> parts of it are good, parts of it are bad. Uh, but I'll admit that a lot of things that's true for. So <laughs> <sighs> only so much you can do. Anyways. Moving on from that, I would say similarly to that, kind of, in the sense that they're trying to build a power base of people who are not them. Um, but, like, less leveling up, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> less leveling up if you if you don't want to go that direction. Um, and less... What's that word? Less, like, physical interaction with the people. <laughs> yeah, the gods are not actually there. Yeah. Also, I mean, the gods are just enablers for... The powers that people already have in that, which is not really what the direction that I wanted to go. I mean, it's a direction you can go, but it's not really where I was planning to go. So, like, you could make a deal with, I don't know, God God A and God B, right? And you could make two separate deals. Like, for for God A, you need to sacrifice your firstborn child. And for God B, you need to... You're required to give money to every beggar you see on the street. It doesn't have to be a lot, but you have to give some. Okay. So you have to carry a large amount of small change. Exactly. 
Okay. So yeah, so lots of different gods, lots of different motivations. Some of them have like, you know, churches and followings. Some of them are like very reclusive and like very leave me alone. But if you hunt them down, they'll like make a deal with you, just make you go away. <laughs> well, I think that they make a deal with you. Like, like if you're being reclusive, then you're being reclusive for the explicit purpose of getting people to track you down. Like, you know, so it's like... Yeah. Impressive, you have passed my test. Now, let us make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, and then some of them are just, like, really bored. So, you know, they like to sow chaos. Good old um, chaos, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are your requirements for giving me this ridiculous amount of power? Mm. Nothing. No, you have to use it every single day. <laughs> yeah, my requirements include... You must use your power at least once every 12 hours. <laughs> They're like, but it causes a very large explosion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But I can't even begin to control this much power without training. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, this lends itself to a very large variety of stories that you can tell. Yeah. And you get to have fun uh, with, uh, you know, wildly variant power systems. <laughs> um, so what do we want our main character to do? Um, I mean, I'm tempted to make the main character, you know, somebody who made a deal with a chaos god, but like the deal is like increasing power in exchange for just like every time you almost die you get stronger <laughs> but like you have to actually almost die and you can't like intentionally almost die you just have to get into dangerous situations all the time okay so you can't just you know cut your veins and then sit in a bathtub with somebody waiting right by for you to pass out yeah, no, that's not almost dying. That's, you know, losing a lot of blood. Okay. I think it'd be interesting if, it, if like, this person just wanted to be, you know, kind of your standard hero and, like, save, you know, just help people out and go on adventures and fight monsters. Um, so they didn't intentionally make a deal with a chaos god. They just, like, they're like, oh, this sounds like a, you know, like a power that I could use. In my adventures. <laughs> Didn't read the fine print. It's like, I have to use it every 12 hours? I have to use it every 12 hours, and the way it gets stronger is by almost dying? So they go on their quest to... Actually, what would be funnier is if it was almost mm -hmm. dying or the whims of the god. So, like... Whenever you amuse me, I shall increase your no, power. No, no. But, like, they super <laughs> fine print that second part, right? So, occasionally, they just, like trip to the side or something and then they get like a huge boost in power for no reason just to make them super paranoid for no good reason and the hero's like but i still haven't con i haven't learned to control the previous level of power <laughs> i mean that's obviously the point <laughs> well you were almost there <laughs> so here's more uh, so then the character has to like try and become an adventure like a, a hero while being the avatar of a you know infamous chaos god 
That's their entire purpose, is to become a hero while being the disciple of a chaos god. I've got it. And then whenever they meet townspeople, and the townspeople, like, hear which god they follow, like, they're kind of, like, chased out of town or shunned or whatever, and they're like, no, but I'm not, I'm not trying to burn down your village. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. <laughs> so lots of trials and tribulations. Lots of trials and tribulations, you know, very standard, uh, like, hero fantasy style. You could write, like, a super, like, a super standard story within this and then just have, like, so much fun with the magic system around it. Yeah. That's probably what I'd end up doing, actually. Just, like, you know, write this super formulaic by-the-book story, but while you're doing that, everything around them is just a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would just turn it into, like, a comedy, obviously, um, and get them into tons of ridiculous situations. You know, we gotta assemble our team of adventurers who decide to brave the chaos and, and join our It team. is, of course, a five-man band, because why in the world would it be anything else? Yeah. And, you know, depending on how, like, re- silly you want to get, you could make it a harem. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, that's an option, but, um... Eh, Whatever. I I just like the uh, five-man band structure because it gives us an opportunity to make a, you know, large enough but limited cast of characters for the rest of this uh, episode structure. Like, I think there should be one character whose magic basically reverses things, like... It's good for kind of restoring damage, I guess. But like Well, that's that's who would go into the heart, uh usually because the heart is usually the one with healing powers and is the emotional core of the group. Okay. And you know, we can also make them uh ridiculously powerful in combat. They just never bother to do that cuz you know, it's not their thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you can like reverse somebody until they're they're unborn, that's, you know, a thing. <laughs> oh no need to do that you just reverse them into an attack that you're uh oh you can control their movements well if you can reverse their time then you can i guess well i was more imagining like their their physical not position but like just their state but yeah you could well even then you should be able to you should be able to reverse most people into um being injured so the most effective person against this mage in combat would be a noob who's never had any serious injuries. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, they could heal themselves. Yeah, I guess they, they see the, the chaos that has been wrought by this our adventurer, and they're like, okay, you need me more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, all right. We need a lancer, you know, our uh, contrast to, to our leader person. In this case, our leader person is sort of, you know, naive. Not really dumb, but definitely naive and new to this whole thing. And kind of willing to take people at their word, even when they're not people that you should take at their word. So we need sort of a worldly, like, foil to them. So maybe somebody who's made, like, one of the bog-standard adventurer uh deals with with one of the gods who's like yes i want to see you go out and fight these monsters and in return you get this amount of power and it goes up the better monsters you can kill okay like one of the gods who who just likes 
I don't know, they're just known as kind of the god of, like, battle or strength or bravery or whatever. And they just enjoy seeing standard heroes come up and, and slay dragons. And Yeah, so you'd get standard gods who are just like, you gain power through the hunting of monsters. And other standard gods who are like, you gain power through the through the protection of cities. And then other gods who are like, you gain power by sabotaging the other people, but not letting them know that you're the one sabotaging them. Okay. Um, so I guess this standard, you know, seasoned hero or adventurer warrior person is encounters our main character. You know, like maybe they're f- going on the quest to slay the same monster. Uh, ooh, ooh, wait. Maybe they have a grudge on, like, against people who get their powers from uh, chaos gods. And, like, this person has the powers from a chaos god, but they seem to be different from the rest. Uh-huh. Well, what... <laughs> you go very standard with it. What kind of grudge? I'm watching you, and I can only do that from in your team. <laughs> okay. So... And if you ever step out of line, then I'll kill you. <laughs> Okay, so like the this per this the warrior like just distrust the MC because they're expecting just all all chaos god disciples to be evil in the end. Not evil so much as a force for chaos. Okay. And then you know if you want to get really comedic, like every time something gets blown up. Uh, the warrior like tries to kill the MC, but then it, the damage gets reversed. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I guess I won't kill you this time. <laughs> that explosion happened two weeks ago. How could I have had anything to do with it? <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, eventually you get some grudging respect and affection that grows in the team. <laughs> Yep, and it goes both ways, too. You know, respect for the experience and the time spent. Yeah, I mean, initially, the, the main character is just, like, very afraid of this person who's, like, constantly about to kill them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not actually about to kill them. Yeah, it was like, okay, okay. I've had my life threatened, like, 30 times and still haven't died. I think I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we do have... That's... We do have uh, two more roles for the five-man band style, and that is the smart guy and the big guy. Yeah, the smart guy, uh, again, either of these can be either gender. It doesn't actually matter. Uh, But the smart guy usually refers to the sort of, like, physically weaker, but, like, mentally stronger member. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah, this person made a deal with, like, either... One of those like sneaky gods who just enjoys people who are clever and underhanded, or actually made like a deal with a chaos god, but has like perfect control of their powers because they're they outmaneuvered them in the contract. <laughs> wait, 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 they're with one of those gods that's known for like super ridiculous contracts that tricky that like trap you into doing really terrible things for the rest of your life, but they just outmaneuvered the god in the uh. In the negotiations. Yeah, so now they just have this awesome power with, like, very little... Not not even, like, awesome power in, in the normal way. Like, 
they're really strong in one really specific facet that they're really good at making everything into. Like maybe they have maybe they have like the ability to turn invisible and then to attack from that invisibility. But that's like all they can do. They can't attack from being visible, but like nobody knows that. Nobody knows that they can't attack while they're visible. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so it appears that this person has no powers because all, all the attacks happen when <laughs> they're n- invisible. Well, they they admit that they have powers. Yeah. But yes. Uh, and like they 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 would like lie about their powers and say like they summon invisible spirits that attack people, <laughs> or or like yeah. just just. And I mean, it's not really a lie per se well when i say summon i mean i i turn invisible and gain really cool powers i bring to the team invisible allies with powerful attacks um and then (laughs) it's like in order to turn invisible like they have to make some sort of like sacrifice except they found a way around it where it's like you know, like I light a candle or like I do something really small that technically fits the bill for the the gory sacrifice. They throw away a one cent coin. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> they have to drop like the smallest denomination of coin on the ground and they're not allowed to pick it back up. <laughs> and that's it. I, I wonder how you would you would have to word the contract like pretty carefully to make it valid, but not sound stupid. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably spend a while uh, making sure that the contract is appropriately long and convoluted enough that, like, maybe they have access to a bunch of other powers, but all the other powers require them to, like, do a bunch of stuff or do things that aren't great. But, like, their primary power is just activated by something that's super cheap and super easy to do. Or, like, I don't know, maybe, like, some of the powers, it's like you have to collect... 50 deaths for me or something like that so then they end up just like they uh start a nursing home for the elderly and then every like a very large one so then every few weeks like they have enough uh deaths to like power their (laughs) their spells wait it's a certain amount of deaths in their vicinity so if they're like on the front lines of monster fighting then that just sort of happens oh wait, wait wait or the contract doesn't specify human deaths Okay, so they just have, like, insects? <laughs> so they become a monster hunter, and for every number of monsters they kill, you know, they get access to the power. That seems a little bit too basic for a god to get caught up in. Not if you put it in and around, like, 40 other things. Okay, so you'll have, to, you'll have a scene where, like, the main character's like, so how did you, like, trick your god? And then um, they pull out like this. <laughs> they, like, they pull out a contract that's like the size of a textbook and slam it down. Yeah, this encyclopedia. They're like, I wrote this contract, and they they fell asleep halfway through and signed it. <laughs> so like the first half of the contract is like a bunch of like really bloody sacrifice powers um, that the god agrees with, and then they don't use any of those. And the second half is where all the useful skills are hidden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're the one who helps the main character like actually learn how to develop their power. 
Yeah, and and control it better. You know, because they've got experience with that. And they're like, let me let me see your contract. Like, what does it say? And they read it, and they're like, why are you doing this in such a stupid way? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. All right, the last uh, the last member of your standard five man band is the big guy. Uh, usually, they're like super physically tough in some way, and then they're not necessarily dumb, but. Uh, a lot of the time, they're just sort of, like, amiable. Okay. I am tempted to make this guy or girl, uh, like, they never actually signed a deal with any god, but just through being impressive has just received blessings without asking for them. (laughs) I see. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, and everyone's like, so what's your secret? And then they're like, what secret? (laughs) Secret? (laughs) You mean my overwhelming badassery? But, like, all of the blessings are all passive. So, like, nothing they have to activate. So they're like, I just train really hard. (laughs) I mean, they'd probably notice. (laughs) They're like... Like, I don't know, like, I just woke up and my strength had doubled. I'm not really sure what happened. <laughs> and then, like, where did I get this weapon? Um, I found it on the ground while I was camping. <laughs> and, yeah, and ever since then, I've just been able to summon it to my hand by holding my hand up in the air. And, yeah, like, when the first time I was carrying it around and it, I had to, like, go do something else, it just disappeared. Because when I thought that it was a bit inconvenient to carry, and then when I wanted it back, it just came back. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I've named it uh, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not—they're not dumb, but they're very—they're very simple. They don't think too much about it. Yeah, they don't it question. Unless, uh, there's a reason to. You don't question the blessings of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah contracts you mean that thing that weak nerds make yeah and then yeah like the god that's blessed them is just like one of the ones who enjoys like being sneaky and uh like nobody knows and not having people know who they are <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you just have this like it's like we're not letting you into our group unless you tell us what God blessed you. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. It's like, what blessings? <laughs> well, no, they know they know that there are blessings involved, but they don't know who gave them is what I'm saying. Yeah, also they don't know, like, they're like, wh- like which blessing are you talking about? Because I have a lot and I don't know where any of them come from. <laughs> it would be even funnier if they came from a whole bunch of different sources. Yeah. And it's just a whole bunch of guys just screwing around by making this one person stronger and stronger. Okay. Yeah, they can't they can't join any of these standard and veteran groups because everyone distrusts them because of these random powers that seem to have like no cost. And it was like, you must have done something really evil or something. And they're like, what? No. <laughs> so they have to join up with our Look, main character. If you won't tell us what you did, then we can't trust you. We have to assume you murdered a bunch of people. It's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, that's the kind of god I would be, you know. Kill them with kindness. (laughs) 
<laughs> make their lives miserable with blessings. <laughs> That's certainly a choice. I mean, oh man. Or even some of the powers will like randomly rotate, so like nobody, everyone like you know if someone's like planning on fighting this guy and they're like they're so prepared they're like okay we've studied all the weaknesses and strengths and uh, we have this perfect strategy and then it's like oh power rotation day. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's the third day after the full moon. <laughs> that means I can fly. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> My magical sword has turned into a spear. And, uh, for some reason... Wait, when did you train with a spear? Just always. Like, that's just a thing that I keep up with. Come on. Also, my weapon proficiency seems to, like, rotate along with the the random weapon that comes with it. (laughs) I don't know. That that, that may also be true. Because, like... I have studied swords and spears, but you know, there was this one really strange week where it was just a bow, and I've never shot one, but it seemed to have very good accuracy. (laughs) 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 Okay. Alright. Fits with the chaos. We have a team. Uh, what's their- who's their villain? That- that's, I think, what we need to do now. Well- Or their, uh, general evil counterparts. Yeah. Which one, actually? I mean- if you want to stretch this into a never-ending web serial, then, you know, you can just start off with your standard kill ten slimes, um, and then move up, and then... It's not really a villain. <laughs> yeah, uh, I assume there are some, some adventurers who have made deals with gods, uh, that involve bad things, like sacrificing children, um... <laughs> Maybe the most powerful adventurers in the land couldn't find a way to get more powerful, so they started making evil deals. And then you have this huge intrigue plot where you're trying to find what's going on with them. Or you could have, you know, dragons that want to eat everyone. The dragon is the dragon. Uh, I realize that that's actually uh, not necessarily a thing that everybody would recognize. So if you... (laughs) like me to explain what the dragon means in terms of story structure, uh, which I probably should, actually. It, it's sort of like the the person below the big bad is the dragon. Sometimes the dragon is scarier than the person that they are actually below in some way or another, so there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. So you could, in fact, have the dragon be a literal dragon, which I would find funny from a meta perspective. And so would probably a bunch of other writers, but I'm not entirely sure if that's really the market that you want to go for. Well, I mean, the market that doesn't recognize the dragon as a metaphorical dragon will probably enjoy the dragon as a literal dragon. And that's exactly what you should always strive to do. You know, you gotta please the the, the snobs and the plebeians. <laughs> the snobs and the public alike. Um, yeah. Or, you know, you could have different types of dragons if you want. Although, you know, it's like, why does everybody have to kill all the dragons? You know, they're really, they're cool. Leave them alone. (laughs) Oh, now I've got another... (sighs) Now I've got another idea. We're going to have to wait for another episode on that one, though. Okay, maybe write it down this time. (laughs) Imagine writing something down. You know, remembering things that you think of. 
yeah, I know. I, I don't do that. Uh, most of the time I just write stuff down and then I write more stuff down and then I forget other stuff and then, yep, skipped it. Yep. So I guess, yeah, they're fighting some evil god. There are probably some cultists who are very confused as to why the MC follows a chaos god but is, like, opposed to them. Yeah. What else? You have some encounters with other chaos, with other disciples of chaos gods so that you can... You know, pretend to be morally complex when actually it's just like, make your deal not bad next time. Probably the main character also gets in trouble with some kind of, like, church or something that's devoted to good. Because they just assume that if you follow a chaos god, you must be up to no good. Yes. Uh, and maybe they assume some of the evil things that are happening are the, the main characters doing. So the main characters like fighting the good guys without trying not to hurt them while also fighting the bad guys because, you know, you gotta make things hard. <laughs> exactly, if it's not ludicrously difficult. But it's fine because the main character has some really overpowered party members. <laughs> Yeah, and they keep getting more powerful over time. It's sort of their whole deal. Okay. Oh, yeah, like that that contract guy. Uh, just, like, I, I would say he's, like, following the cultists around because as long as he's in the vicinity when they do evil things, it actually powers them up. <laughs> I see. So it's like, I have visited this area where a thousand people have been sacrificed. And now I can call up a hurricane. (laughs) I don't know. Just once, though. One hurricane. Yeah. Paid for by the lies of a thousand innocents. Yeah. And it's like, you know? Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it. Uh, And I'm trying to stop them, so I don't have to feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Look, would you prefer that you die for nothing? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, do you want to be powering a good guy hurricane or a bad guy hurricane? (laughs) I mean, you can empower both at the same time. Exactly. It's like, you know, you might as well use it if it's there type of thing. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't think there's anything major necessarily, given that we're not really discussing a huge, like, strange story structure or a gigantic magic system we're just sort of yeah throwing an idea out there for a fairly weird magic system in a fairly standard setting yeah you know how you write it depends on your ability to word tricksy contracts <laughs> exactly so i'd be very bad the at more this. tricksy you make your contracts the better this whole thing is please consult your lawyer friends <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, if you like this story, write it. Email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. Um, if you want to be a guest on our show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. If you want to be any number of other things, I don't know what else. You probably just want to go through listeners, actually. You know what? We read, we read everything that goes there anyways. Um, you know, like and share our podcast with your friends if you liked it. Yes. 
and people you think who would enjoy it who may not be your friends like per se um don't try and sign up for our premium service because it's not real <laughs> uh yeah i mean we should we should probably make something but eh. it's not real yet we'll see and uh yeah we'll we'll see you next week bye we will in fact see you next week goodbye